Hello everybody and welcome to this week's edition of BPM, the podcast where we get behind people's music. How are you doing out there everybody? Hope you're doing well. Glad you've got some time free to listen to me talk to you and uh, to hear some other musical inspiration. This is actually episode four in the series. Somebody pointed out that I've numbered episodes wrong, which I have. I think there was an introduction episode, which should have probably been episode zero. And then there was Chris, the first episode. Then there was Manono Band, and they were the second episode, but that became the third. Basically, what we have learned here is that I can't count. I can make music, I can do a podcast, but evidently, I cannot count. So this is episode four of the podcast, BPM podcast. And in iTunes, it will probably be episode one. I think they do it invertly, which is bizarre. But this is episode four. So thank you for that feedback, whoever got in touch to say that uh, everything was wrong. My wife told me that as well, that everything was wrong. All the numbering is wrong. So this is episode four of BPM. A couple have come in actually over the past few weeks, and that is about places you can listen to the podcast. And actually, there's been a sort of expansion in the places you can listen to the podcast. You can now keep up to date not only on bpmpod.com, but also on Podbean, as you could previously. You can also listen on iTunes and on Spotify. Acast is also set up, and so is something called Radio Public. So that's available on bpmpod.com, iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, Acast, and Radio Public. So there's five sort of big platforms there that I think you should be able to uh, should be able to find the podcast on. If you want to keep up to date with the podcast, it's the easiest way is probably to go to bpmpod.com and sign up to the mailing list there. Once you've done that, you'll get about one or two emails a month just to say when new episodes are there. And if you want to unsubscribe, it's really, really simple and easy to do so. The other ways to keep in touch with the podcast, Facebook is also there. That's bpmpod. You will find it there. Like the page and then you'll be all up to date. We've also now got Twitter. Now, I'm not a huge twitter fan or user really to be honest with you um i don't actually think it's a great platform in itself but i have yet to find a need for instagram because it's mainly links to episodes and i don't think taking pictures of people will be so interesting or pictures of a microphone when we podcast so uh twitter is there as well and that's also bpm pod got two more comments that came in one was who designed the artwork for the podcast well that's actually a friend of mine called Lotta Olson. You can check her out online. So that's Lotta, L-O-T-T-A, Olson, O-L-S-S-O-N. Lotta Olson, she's a graphic designer, works for IKEA, uh, and she uh, just does some fantastic work. We've worked together at IKEA for a while on the communications team there, and she just does some really, really great stuff and is just a really positive person and really turned around a logo and some of the artwork for the website super quickly. So that's Lotta Olson. And the backing music is provided by Hans Annelson, because somebody asked, how, uh, who provided the backing music? It's quite good. And I was like, well, that's Hans. That's my friend. My friend and longtime collaborator. You can find music of ours on Spotify and on CD Baby and stuff like that under the name The Vegetarians. We are there. And uh, yeah, I write a bunch of lyrics for Hans and he writes a bunch of music for me. He's mixed a couple of my releases and uh, added guitar on them, done piano on them. And he kindly provided a bunch of music of his 
without lyrics so we can use it as backing music uh, for the podcast. So that's Hans Anelson, A-N-N-E-L-L-S-S-O-N. I think it's double everything. Yeah. Or you can look for the vegetarians and uh, yeah, you'll find it there. You'll find us there. On this week's show, we go to an area of music I know pretty much nothing about, to be honest with you, and that is electronic music, as we talk to the electronic music duo Otari, and that is made out of Talio and Sara. They come from Paris and Brussels, and they've been in Berlin for a little while, making some music on their computer, and, you know, they just started sort of jamming, I guess, and then formed a band from there. And recently, they've really been around a lot. They've had a few gigs at corporate events and uh, a few sort of gigs in bars and pubs and clubs nearby. And they're really sort of taking off. But as I say, electronic music, not really my thing. Not something I know a great deal about and not something I ever really follow too heavily. So I thought it'd be really cool just to chat to them about, yeah, some background behind electronic music, really what gets them going, and how they got together, because even they will admit it was a pretty random uh, way to meet. They just started studying and things went from there. And you can hear all about that now on the podcast. This is what happened when I met Otari. That's A-T-A-R-I, Otari. You can find them on Facebook and online and listen to their stuff on SoundCloud and Spotify. This is what happened when we met. We're Otari. We're an electronic music band. Um, I'm Sarah. I'm Telio. And uh, so I'm French. Sarah's from Belgium. And uh, we've been making music together, producing, and recently started playing it. Um, so overall, we've been working together for about two years, maybe a bit under two years. And you met each other through studying? Or? We met each other through, um, yeah, through school. We met actually before school started because we both moved to Berlin for school and didn't know anybody. Mm. Um, and that's how we ran into each other. And you just uh, started playing together out of a shared sort of tasting music, or how did that yeah, come about? Yeah, um, we used to produce very different things, but I think that going to the same uni and kind of hanging around with the same people, our tastes kind of meshed, and we ended up uh, having a jam at my place one time, and we made a track out of it. And then from there, we made some more music together, and eventually we just decided to form a duo. I remember it started really, really early. Like, we didn't know each other for that long when we started. Yeah. And it was kind of... We were making different stuff, different uh, kinds of music, but it's still... The way we worked fit together very well. Yeah. Mm. So it was nice to, like, mix different uh, and eclectic inspirations in a way that was fluid. What was different about your stuff? What were you into before or working on before that made it different? My production style has always been more focused on, like, dark trap R&B um, for my part, at the time, I used to be a lot more into house music, so I made a bit of that, and then generally stuff that was, uh, in comparison to Sarah's, much more um, happy-go-lucky. And then what instruments do you play them with this? Because electronic music is something I really don't know much about. <laughs> like, I really don't at all. I'm really sorry. But, I mean, there's obviously a lot of skill behind it and a lot of sort of actual, like, musical talent behind it. It's not just sort of magic at a laptop, which I think a lot of people 
would probably oh it's, it's totally magic in a laptop that's yeah all you it just is. sit on a laptop <laughs> press button done there's one big uh, make music button we just yeah press you it just press that button right <laughs> so what is your actual like musical knowledge because you play guitar right yeah i played guitar for about eight years now hmm. i learned piano and music theory before that for five years and then i started writing songs on guitar when i was like 15 or 16 and then when i transitioned into electronic music a couple of years ago um, I used to record a lot of guitar and just blend in uh, stuff that I would produce on my laptop, like synths and drums. And now um, I focus mostly on producing stuff on my laptop, but I still play guitar, I still play bass and keyboard. Mm-hmm. I also play guitar and drums and actually started uh, when I was younger with the clarinet for a long time. Um, and I've been singing ever since I can remember. And so I started recording covers and like quick original songs with guitar and drums and vocals and filling in the gaps uh, of everything else that I couldn't play with a computer until it got less and less, uh, sounded, sounding less and less like real instruments and more and more what I do now. Do you find that any sort of traditional music theory or training like you think about now or is it a different, completely different way of making music? I think it's completely different. Like, I think... Uh if I hadn't studied music theory, it wouldn't have changed much about, mm. like to how I produce now. Mm. Yeah, music theory, the, the little of it that I studied, uh, I felt was much more aimed towards being an artist, uh, a, a musician as an individual, uh, part of a larger group, like an orchestra yeah, or like something. Yeah, an ensemble kind of thing. Yeah. But um, producing electronic music, you get to be your own ensemble, which is really great. If you don't have a band, you are the band. Mm. So it's different in the way that you have uh, a much broader range of what to do and what you want to do with it, mm. I feel. It gives a lot more control, mm. um, which is something I guess a lot of people value and then become producers. So you had a jam together and then realized, actually, this stuff you can do together that like you, know, can, you can both sort of contribute to and make something good out of. But when did you first sit down and think, okay, we better write our own stuff? Like, we actually better... I remember Sarah, Sarah, I don't remember when, but at some point, I think we were making music and, and she told me, I've been thinking and I think we should uh, form a duo. She put yeah. it very bluntly, which I, th- I thought was amazing. <laughs> yeah, well, we started making music before deciding to be a duo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As opposed mm-hmm. to, mm-hmm. yeah, the opposite. And it was more, it wasn't really, I guess then going back to the different approach, it wasn't really writing our own music. We were, it was still jamming, but then just keeping everything good that came mm-hmm. out of it mm-hmm. um, and then working on it more and more. Uh, when we came up with something consistent, how do you keep that going? Like I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't do that. I get like uh, some sort of inspiration, and then I'll ride on that for a minute. But I can't sort of spontaneously just come up with ideas. I have to actually sort of sit down, almost like study, <laughs> and like you know, write. Oh, stuff. Some, sometimes it's really, really bad. I guess it's, <laughs> I guess it's different when you work with other people because if I'm not feeling inspired, but he starts something, it might generate some ideas in me that I want to work on. Yeah, yeah. Vice versa. Hmm. Um, as opposed to working alone where you're your own mo- motivator and if you don't have ideas you're just not going to make anything mm, mm. yeah if you get stuck by yourself you're stuck but if you get stuck and there's, there's someone else yeah yeah you can at least bounce off each other a little yeah, bit exactly. yeah exactly how does that work a duo dynamic 
Um, it's always intrigued me. Like a band, I think you can sort of form different factions. If you don't get on with someone, you know, at least three of mm-hmm. you do kind of thing. Yeah. But with a duo, you've kind of got nowhere to run if, <laughs> if, if something's not going so well. Um, I think that we were, like, we were definitely friends before we started the duo, and yeah. I think that that helps a lot because it's like we put our friendship above everything else. And I think we do have uh, somewhere to run. Sometimes we... Uh, don't work on any music at all because we know that it's good, healthy to take a break. Mm. Um, and we know that we have, at least I find, we have this duality. We have one relationship which is in music and one which is our friendship and they don't uh, interfere that much with each other. Mm. You know, mm. if at some point we realize that we're getting too tired or frustrated with music, we can just stop and yeah. do something else. And there's so many times where we hang out and we don't think about music at all. We're just hanging out as oh, friends. That's cool. Yeah, I that's think that's cool. really important. Who is the sort of primary songwriter? Or would you say that's also quite shared? I'd say it's it's shared in the sense that we both... I generally write my lyrics and Sarah writes hers. But overall, Sarah writes uh, much more than I do. And how do you decide then, like... Because I've listened to some of your tracks, obviously, and then you sing primarily in a lot of them. Mm-hmm. But then you cut in through halfway, like yeah. through most of them. There's some sort of male vocal as well. Yeah. How do you decide then what part, who does who? Is it kind of, I did these lyrics or this bit and we'll just stitch it together? Or is it... It's kind of like the first person who, uh, that writes lyrics kind of gets the first, <laughs> yeah. first place. Gives. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. And that's why oftentimes it's Sarah, because she's more used to doing that stuff uh, with her own music than I am. Mm. Uh, so she often will suggest throwing in a vocal and she pulls out something that she started or she worked on at some point or she'll just write, write something out of thin air mm. Mm. Um, and I do that too but less often and I think uh, the reason why I often sing second in our songs is because of this because she has an idea and then we think okay it'd be nice to have a, a contrast and have me sing as well mm. so I come up with something that fits it mm. but later in the process How do you find being electronic musicians in Berlin? Is the competition pretty tough? or It's kind of overwhelming because everyone's trying to make music. Yeah, because everyone here is a fucking musician. Right? Yeah, but at the same time, um, there's a place for everyone. If you know how to create that environment for you, like how to find the right people that support you, how to find the right venues for gigs, you'll find your place. And how does that contrast with you, like where you're from originally? You're from Brussels, right? Yeah, um, well, when I lived in Brussels, I wasn't performing music or even making electronic music yet. So I wasn't part of the scene at all. But uh, when I go back, I realize that it's growing, but it's still not at a level where it's saturated or Mm. where there's as many people as Berlin. Mm. And what about you, coming from Paris? Did you do some music beforehand in Paris Um, as well? uh, Not Very much amateur-wise. I didn't... uh, No, no, no. I wasn't in the scene. I wasn't involved in the scene either. But uh, from what I know um, there, it feels much more elitist. Mm. Um, it's much more about the money, uh, which I guess it uh, always is everywhere in a way. But mm. in Paris, it, 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 you can feel it much more. Whereas here, you can find events that seem to, you know, bring no money into the people that are organizing them, but they're still having fun doing it. Mm. And mm. you get some really small, intimate gatherings, some eclectic lineups. Mm. Um, it feels much more genuine. Mm. Maybe a bit different though for the kind of music that we make, and also uh, being our age and and. I guess in the scene that we're in, a lot of it happens online. So all the SoundCloud, uh, Spotify, Bandcamp, Instagram, all that stuff, we we post all of us all of our stuff online, and it can you can easily get lost in that because it's mm. it's not even competition anymore. It's just a flood of endless yeah uh, music everywhere, yeah, yeah, and yeah. not much face to face unless you go out and talk to people and 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 meet uh, venue owners, etc. 
So how do you break through that then? Because you're still doing gigs and doing quite well, right? I mean, you still do stuff. So how do you sort of stand above then? We've started doing gigs gotta, pretty recently. You have to move and talk to people and send emails mm. all the time. Mm. I think we started like we we started doing gigs quite recently, and I think it's started at, sa- at the same time when we also started going out more. Um, as simple as that, because you meet people mm. and going out not necessarily to a club, but just going out to events, open airs, festivals, mm. whatever. Mm. Mm. Um, meeting people and talking to them, making contacts. Uh, That'll definitely get things, at least get the ball rolling. Yeah, yeah. How do you find people receive the music on the whole? What have been Very your reception well. so far? Um, even people that don't necessarily listen to our music really enjoy our live sets. Mm. So mm. it's really nice to hear. Mm. I think we get uh, sometimes too entrenched in the technical aspect of it because mm. we're the ones who like know how everything is made because we make it. So we always get focused on the details and the the very technical uh, perfectionist Mm. questions mm. that we can raise and then it's nice to see that when we show it to people that's not what they care about and they actually get the message or the impression that we were trying to give mm. it can be really re- rewarding so your last release was what dyad yes is that right yeah dyad and that dyad and that was in 2018 yeah and that's your third that's second, our second ep second ep with a, cu- a couple of singles in, in between oh, yeah because i counted the singles before yeah. <laughs> there we go so it's your it's you've had a lot of releases but what was the sort of inspiration behind all of that recording or was it just came together very spontaneously like you said or is this sort of a shared theme no we had well i don't know about an actual uh defined theme or concept but we did talk quite a bit before starting it and we knew mm. we wanted to do something yeah we kind of had like a plan of what we wanted the tracks to sound like we knew that the first track we wanted to be kind of housey, mm. um, beach vibes. When mm. we did that for every track, and then we tried to follow it. In some cases, it it went pretty well, and in some other cases, we just went the opposite direction. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, I remember that, that was in Portugal. Actually, we we were uh, we went on, on a trip together, and we hadn't seen each other in what a month or two. Yeah, which by our standards by our standards was a lot, and so we kind of reconvened and and shared the new music that we listened to and our the the evolution in our taste mm. we, each of us had his idea of oh I want to try this I want to do something that kind of sounds like this I want to try this new way of doing things and we wrote all that down and combined it into yeah like four ideas for four different songs mm-hmm. and as Sarah said because I kind of know what you mean like I listened to it and there's a couple on that might be more house driven but then I was listening to one and I wrote it down Mojo Source yeah. goes into some like folk bit almost <laughs> like sort of after about two minutes which yeah. was cool and it just goes from this like I don't really know what to call it really sort of ambient sort of soft trance I guess down into like almost like soft rock yeah. for yeah. like the last sort of two minutes I think that that one in particular, and correct me if I'm wrong, Sarah, but I think I, I really wanted to uh, record drums, like actual drums, where, whereas we usually do electronic drums with, with mm-hmm. our, our computer. I wanted to record actual drums, and we were making that song at the time, and we just kind of went with the idea. I guess it's a nice example of us mixing together a bunch of influences. Who are your influences? When I was younger, I used to listen to a lot of 2000s pop. Because my sister was a teenager at the time. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, and she would always show me all this music. 
And then as I grew older, I listened to a lot of electronica, like Chet Faker, Banks. To be more into rock when I was younger, and that's why I got into guitar, drums, and that's what I was singing at the beginning. Mm. And then I, d I think the I discovered several electronic artists that I started to listen to on repeat, and that got me into that kind of music production. But uh, the main one, above all by far, would, would be Flume. Um, he, I, I learned a lot just by listening. Uh, because I always wanted to try to emulate what he was doing and, and kind of figure out how the hell he was doing it. Uh, so him definitely is a, is a main influence of mine. And then other artists like Muramasa or uh, this guy Jerry Folk, mm. which I like quite a bit. Mm. What are you working on next? After this release now, what is your sort of next project? Are you working on something new? Uh, we have a few tracks that are in the works that we don't really have a concrete uh, plan for yet. But we're definitely going to release more music mm. soon. As far as as releases go, we've been pretty active so far. So I think yeah. now we're more focusing yeah. on actually getting that music out and playing shows. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely the music making is, is not a priority right now. It's no, just something no. that we do when we're not doing the other things. Well, no, I mean, you've also got a life, right? Like, yeah. you both study. <laughs> yeah. You've got stuff to do. So. Yeah. And you're both studying uh, music production. But right? there, yeah. was, there, were, there were periods where we wouldn't do anything other than make music for, like, two weeks. Yeah. Non-stop. Yeah. Do you miss that? It was fun. Yeah. It was it very was fun. fun. It's, good, it's good when it stops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, no, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can go a little crazy. <laughs> no, but I do miss it when we're not in that... Yeah. Yeah. When it's not, it's not. Mm -hmm. Where can people find out more about you? Online mainly. Online mainly. Online, we, we... Where, where exactly? S spell it out. It's your time uh, to... For shameless, shameless self promotion. promotion. Here we yeah. are. Yes. <laughs> uh, we have a Tumblr with a bio and some photos. And it also says where we're going to play next. Yeah, dates for our gigs. Mm -hmm. uh, we're on SoundCloud and Spotify for the music. Mm -hmm. Also iTunes, I mm -hmm. think. Right? Yeah. iTunes? Um, and a bunch of other platforms. We have a Facebook page. Uh, we have an Instagram account where we post uh, behind-the-scenes goodness. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> I'll check it out. And what are you playing today? You're going to play a song acoustically, right? Yeah. We're going to play a, a song called Escapade. From... Despite getting back from a party at like 8 o'clock this morning yeah. or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you're even alive or awake, <laughs> to be fair. That's, you know, part of the inspiration is that the total lack of sleep... <laughs> But you weren't playing at the party or anything. You no. were just, you no, were just thank there. God, no. yeah. Yeah. Thank God, no. <laughs> but I'm surprised you're even playing anything. So yeah, we'll hear from you in a second. But otherwise, thank you very much for thank talking you. Thank you. about stuff. And now you're going to get on the guitar, right? Yep. You're on the guitar. And what are you... Are you vocal in today? I'm going to vocal in? and then hit this thing. Nice. Cool. <laughs> thank you very much. Thank, thank you. you again. Shout out, go under Golden light 
Make me wanna ask you why though Don't shoot, tell me when you're hot though I got smoke that I can share, yeah Don't know why it's been so crazy Don't know why it's been so crazy Don't know why I've been so crazy Part of me just thinks it's easy Standing all alone with my arms all strapped around me I just might have found me in between those days of worry Not a single thought could dirty this new window right before me Don't know why I've been so crazy Part of me just thinks it's easy Standing all alone with my arms all strapped around me I just might have found me in between those days of worry Not a single thought could dirty this new window right before me I know you know, baby Real talk, I've been all over you lately No lie, in my mind going crazy Goddamn bitch I know you know, baby Real talk, I've been all over you lately No lie, in my mind going crazy Going crazy I can tell that you gon' like me Don't know why it's been so crazy Baby, reach out, I go under Golden lightning and the thunder Make me wanna ask you why though Don't you tell me when you're hot though I got smoke that I can share, yeah Don't know why it's been so crazy I can tell that you gon' like me You gon' like me Don't know why it's been so crazy Don't know why I Baby, reach out, I go under I go under Golden lightning and the thunder And the thunder Make me wanna ask you why though Why though Don't you tell me when you're high though High though I got smoke that I can share I can share, yeah Don't know why it's been so crazy Don't know why it's been so crazy Don't you tell me Don't know why it's been so crazy